Righto, you legends, before we rip into another episode of the Deadass Podcast, I'd firstly like to thank our major sponsor, Country Tracker Caps, for the continued support of the podcast. You will find their merchandise at thecountrycompanies.com or if you'd like to design your own cap, head to countrytruckercaps.com. Knuckles has fired up a discount code for the pallbearers. Type in Deadass at the checkout to receive your discount. That is D-E-A-D-A-S-S. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oh, mate, you ready? Yeah, ready to roll. Let's do it. Well, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Dead Ass Podcast. I am your host, Brizey, where we capture eulogies and share stories. And today, we've got a special episode on here with the Dead Ass Podcast. We, um, some say, may inadvertently became a sponsor of the <laughs> uh, Rockhampton Charity Boxing event coming up next month in November, on November the 25th which will be at the Gracemere Sale Yards um, with further information to come. But just to keep an eye out, it will be on the 25th of November 2023, the Rockhampton Charity Boxing brought to you by the Warriors Way and Groom Barbershop and us here. Now, as a part of it, we thought it would be a great idea to get a bit of a rough idea of, you know, get a bit of an idea, a bit of foresight into some of the fighters who are participating in the uh, boxing event. Now, the boxing event is a charity one. So each boxer does nominate their uh, their charity and who they wish to support and people can get behind those boxes and make donations to the charity of their choice. Now, today we have a mate of the show on with us, Nick, Nick Greaves. How are you, buddy? Yeah, good. That's so, good. Some people like to call you mullet. Yeah, mullet. Better yeah. known as. <laughs> yeah, I don't usually turn around when people yell out Nick or anything. <laughs> yes. just, yeah. No, fair enough, mate. Hey, look, so, you know, you've um, we've been doing some training together. Yeah, in the hot box. In the hot box. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> next door. Next door. She's a bit rough, eh? No, it's good, as <laughs> The best way to train. So, yeah. 
I can't do it when it's air conned or anything yeah. like that. So, well, that's one thing you're guaranteed there, mate, is some sweat. So, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> that's good as. Mate, uh, so obviously, uh, you're fighting in the uh, charity boxing event next month. Yeah. Um, but this is not your first time either, though. You have done it before, haven't you? Yeah, done it last year and um, won in the second round, thankfully, because I was 30 kilos heavier last year. So, I was definitely <laughs> flat footed and bit slower so yeah fair enough mate coming a bit more prepared this year uh, good on you and what was that for people who uh for the Paul Bears who are listening what was the experience like mate in that first that first one doing it what was it like oh just full of nerves sort of thing so mm-hmm. it's all through Brant and the Warriors way sort of thing how it all come about and last year I just my whole year I just said fuck it I'll do it yeah so a lot of things last year just one thing after another. I just, yeah, yeah. Brant said, yeah, why don't you fight? And I just come back and said, fuck it, I'll do it. And yeah, why not? And it was an unreal experience. Uh, but, good on you, mate. Yeah, so just, yeah, coming into it, the venue, everything about it's just unreal. The night's epic, yeah. epic food. Epic entertainment, like yeah, people to see, good vibe. Every, everyone's there for the same reason. Yeah. Raising money for Movember sort of yeah. thing. So, so that's, that's the thing behind it, Movember. Is, yeah, men's yeah. mental health. That's I'm a massive ad, advocate for that right. So and I love it. So whatever I can do there, I will help out no matter what it is. Yeah. Even though getting punched in the head is not real fun <laughs> sometimes. But um, And just tonight... In general, it's just unreal. All the blokes there are top blokes, and yeah. the venue is like a galley, oh, gladiator style. Yeah. There's not one shit seat in the whole house. The food was unreal, even though I didn't eat, but kids yeah. loved it brisket burgers and everything. So that's cool. And I, uh, I did see it when I uh, with the other company that I have there that ride to rest. We sponsored a Fitzroy fight night one night, it was there at the um. At that event there at the sale yards. And it is amazing, mate. It's an amazing spot. It doesn't matter where you sit. You've got yeah. a great view. Yeah. You know, and it is like that gladiatorial, yeah. you know, like the, what's the thing over in Italy, Rome? The, uh, uh, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> People are going to be sitting there screaming at yeah, us. Yeah, sure. The Coliseum. Coliseum. That's, that's it. That's yeah. exactly what it's like. And <laughs> yeah. it's. Yeah. Dead said everyone's over you. You can hear every word anyone mm. says in the crowd. So yeah, that's it. It's yeah, get your pet so up and it was no there was no hesitation in jumping in for the second time, hey? To come no, back in this year. Definitely not. And yep. oh, there's a lot. So last year I fought and it was unreal, got me off the piss and yep. lost some weight and whatnot. Then um after it, it was I sort of just pulled up stumps and just mm. went back to my old ways and on the piss and whatnot and Lost the relationship out of it going back okay. to the piss because I was yeah. doing so well. Yeah, sure. Off the ciggies and piss and everything while I was in like fight camp. But yep. then, yeah, after that, lost my ways. And yeah, when it was coming around this year, I just f- fucking needed it, sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah, well, there you go. So, so, for some people, it's like an avenue to turn to, to for self improvement, make themselves feel better, do something better, a sense of achievement. Plus, also, Mate, like, I, like, this is the first time I've actually done this sort of training with you guys. Like, I, I with with a group of people like this, um, in this sort of fight camp style. Yeah. Um, it's always usually been just sort of normal training for myself. Like, I've never really had to do it this way with a bunch of guys to fight on one night type of yeah. thing. Um, 
that uh, you do build up that, com- uh, you know, that camaraderie, yeah, camaraderie with the boys. With yeah. the boys. Um, you know, we had a good, mate, we had a bloody brilliant session yesterday morning. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. Really got to sort of let it go a bit, you know. And, oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. Get up the heavy s- breathing out and <laughs> yeah. sweat. I was just, holy. <laughs> no, That's so it was, uh, it was awesome, mate. And um, so for the, for the viewers, or for the listeners, sorry, who are um, listening in, what so what was your cho- who's your choice of your charity that you want to go with? Oh well, um, it just oh, I'm pretty sure it just goes all to Movember, mm. I think. So oh, is that how it works? So you don't yeah. actually nominate one. No, nah, it all goes um, to Movember. You can nominate your fighter to sponsor them, sort of thing. So ah, uh, yep, okay, sure. But yeah, the last few years it's just all gone to Movember. I think last year we raised thirty-seven grand or something. Wow, that's same. awesome. Probably twenty five to thirty the year before. Yeah. So okay. So it's for the one charity, but yeah. you can nominate right. nominate your boxer. Yeah. For that so charity, you can just okay. get on there and just type in. I think it's like au.movember.com, and you just type in Rockhampton Charity. Yeah. Uh, Rockhampton Charity Boxing. That's yes. it. Yeah. And it just shows you all the fighters and that are fighting on the night, and you just pick yep. and donate who you want to. Support it all goes back to the same charity, but that's cool. You've already gotten, you've already received some sponsorships too, haven't you? Yeah, so chosen ones uh, back me from the get go. Are they really? Yeah, so a thousand bucks sponsorship there. So wow. I'm already up to like fourteen hundred dollars, and November hasn't even started yet. So. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, here we go. So we've got the details here. So it is, yeah, it's Movember dot com dot uh, com dot au. Um, uh, and I, yeah, I've clicked on yours here. Um, yeah, and you you have yeah nearly four hundred bucks, mate. That's fantastic yeah. already, and we haven't even started yet. <laughs> yeah, so last year raised two thousand eight hundred. Did you really? Yeah. So. Wow. And this year I'll hopefully raise more if everyone gets behind me because I'm shaving me mullet off and my beard on the I mean, night. True, so, on the night. Yeah, the bell ring and Miguel will whip out the chair and shave me head and beard. True. Yeah. So. Oh, well, you heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. So get around that. Let's get behind him and and help support him and give him some. Some donations so we can get rid of it, which everyone knows you for your mullet. Yeah, that's my nickname since grade <laughs> nine, so it's a bit on. But um, <laughs> my kids have never seen me with no beard, so they're going to be shocked. So, <laughs> they're going to be shocked. Yeah. Oh, mate, that's fantastic. Yeah, so that's so that's how that works. Yeah, excuse my ignorance. I was a bit blasé with that. I didn't realise it's the same with all of the fighters. So yeah. that's cool. I like that idea, but yeah. and that's amazing, mate, that you've raised that already. So yeah. technically, November doesn't start till the first. Yep. Is that right? Is that how yeah. it works? Yeah. And then they, usually you grow your mo, and then you give yeah. it a shave. But you're doing the opposite. You've already got yeah, it, and you shave it, mate, to get rid of it. Then yeah, shave me beard and me head. Oh, it's gonna <laughs> hurt. But and I'll I'll just keep the mo. Keep the mo. Yeah, oh, that's cool. Days, so. yeah. That's awesome. No, it's going to be a sight. There's going to be some white skin under there because, yeah, I think it was 18 or something. When really? I started growing a beard and I just kept the beard. Kept it all the time. Yeah. Might have to get some of that bloody uh, tan solution out, mate. <laughs> I definitely will. <laughs> I might slap it on that night before <laughs> yeah. I have a beer. So, so um, oh, well, that's a, that's, that's a really good cause that, that's all behind anyway for the whole Movember charity. Definitely. Yeah, that's fantastic. And, oh, well, hopefully you guys kick 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 it in a gear for next, uh, this year. Raise even more money than last year. That would be unbelievable. Um, is there any personal reasons behind it yourself, mate? Like, do you use it because you're an advocate for mental health and stuff like that? Like, uh, for instance, you you know you showed up, you gave us, um, you know, you're part of the Walk and Talk Boys. Yeah. Um, 
a shout out to Jordan and Chris as well for yeah. for giving us these uh, stubby coolers. Stubby coolers. Yeah. So, Unreal. We're getting stuck into our work here. Oh, we are. They are tasting dangerous. <laughs> just, just for today, though. Yeah. Just quietly. <laughs> just quietly. We do don't not tell Vita yeah. Fit. <laughs> don't tell them. <laughs> yeah. oh, Vita Fit's not listening. No, not no. at all. Hopefully. You're not doing an overhaul. No, definitely not. <laughs> not today. Yeah. So no, you got you got you've got deep meanings behind it, eh? Like, oh, yeah. heavily. So it's yeah, it starts probably like. Growing up sort of thing, I was yeah. spoiled as, born yep. Mackay, got everything I wanted. Then we moved to Rocky when mum became a police officer. Yep. And, um, yeah, from then, sort of get away with murder and everything. Old cops, had, kids. Had the, old, had the old gold card. Yeah, she's fucking hard. I know a bloke like that too. Yeah. Old but, knuckles. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, from there, it was all sweet, living the dream and whatnot. Then, um. I got into a car accident with my boss who was driving my car and I broke my back just underneath uh, uh, Newbridge, just a train bridge there. Oh, yeah, radio, yeah. So I was a passenger and broke my back, smashed one of my vertebrae to 15 bits. Holy. Yeah, then I had to drag my legs across the fucking train bridge because I didn't know what being a paralytic felt like. Shit. Yeah, because the driver cut the breeze across the train bridge. and. So the ambos were up me to follow and I just felt like 200 kilo legs just dragging them across. So should have been in a wheelchair after that. Had to get myself on a stretcher and, um, yeah, got up to the hospital and probably three hours later the Queensland Commissioner of Ambulance flew up, sacked both ambos for how they treated me and whatnot. Really? Yeah, so I should definitely not be walking so wow. i got two big rods eight screws and a metal cage around my whole spine and i'm just under two inches shorter than what i was so really yeah so Holy shit yeah it's a bit of a turnout i'm not supposed to lift more than five kilos the rest of my life so wow it all that just put me in a dark hole especially was that was that besides before we get into the the the, the mental side of it yeah just the physical side of it like you you that's a life-changing injury that you sustain there like you what what's the process from there mate because that's that's a ma- that's major surgery yeah I'm, I'm assuming that there's some rehabilitation in there i'm yeah. sure that you would have been having you've been heavily sedated and going through all that did you have to learn to walk again and everything yeah, like that was well, definitely had to learn to walk again and holy god bless the um physio sheila teaching me how to walk again yeah because she was good looking and she just – she every, every day she just conned me. Yeah. I'll take you on a date. Even though uh, the date was just downstairs to yeah, yeah. at the hospital yeah. or whatnot. But, yeah, just that process, just not knowing at the start with – I had my oh, – Ollie was only 18 months old, my yeah. son, oh, wow. put on me. Okay. And yeah, sure. when the doctors ripped him off me and be like, what are you doing? If he jumps on you or moves, you'll be – paraplegic the rest of your life and that's when it sunk in and i was just like fuck I yeah okay i gotta be on yeah so yeah it was just and not just that process there like before i got flown to the royal like on the royal flying doctors i had a catheter in and it was full three and a half liters of piss Jeez. and the nurse dropped it and didn't hit the ground and i did set felt it tug on Everything. Everything. And somehow it sat me up out of the bed, which... It, Shouldn't have. Nah. Wow. So, yeah, and I shouldn't even felt it, but I've 
You it's felt a, it. Yeah. So that should have put me in a wheelchair as well. So there's just one thing after another. I should not be walking. And, yeah, got down to Brisbane and, yeah, I think I was like a day off being addicted to morphine fully. Then yeah. I didn't shit for, fuck, I forget how many days. Yeah. It was on the verge of being bad too then. Wow. Yeah, just one thing after another just piled up and even learning how to walk again in my purple robe down the hallway just trotting along in my robe, got caught under the wheel and I didn't have jocks or any clothes underneath and it just pulled to the side. <laughs> and I'm, I know. I'm oh, talking. Sorry, I shouldn't be laughing, mate. No, <laughs> that's how you got to be. Yeah, you got to laugh yeah. about it. And even then, like... While it was caught under the wheel, I didn't know how to reverse yet. I was yeah, only okay. learning how to go forward. Yeah. So, yeah, probably about 100 to 150 people just walking past with kids, me dicks out, and just your morals just go clean out the fucking <sighs> Fuck, window. Yeah, so it's yeah. just – but now I got out of there. And um, How long did you spend in there in rehab or was uh, it like rehabilitation? I think it was just over two months, I think, going on three months. So – uh, it was a bit of a stint. I lost 32 kilos. Did you really? Yeah, just from just being on my back and right. not moving. Yeah. Far out, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. And what um, – how were you – and so I can imagine – did you what, what, it was slowly start to get like better movement was, and you could feel – were you getting stronger and – yeah, so the biggest thing is not moving for that long. The quickest thing to go is your muscles. Yeah, so that's what was happening? So I had tuck shop lady arms. Yeah. Like everything I lost was just straight muscle. I couldn't even yeah. hold up a pencil. I was that weak. Really? So that's like to get the body moving again, just yeah. to build up those core muscles you need was just phenomenal and pain in the ass. And my biggest thing in my life is I hate being a burden on anyone. Yeah, sure. I hate. Yep. So that's. The whole mental thing started then. Yep. Just people running around after me. My mum washing bath me. Yeah, sure. My ass and yeah. sort of thing. So, and yeah, that's where it all started. And yeah, Far out. being told I can't lift more than five kilos the rest of my life. Just fucking. That would that was that like a was that like a you know fuck you I'll show you moment or oh. was it like you know it was just like oh fuck. No, oh, definitely like when I first come home, sort of thing like. I actually thought, like, fuck, if I do fuck me back, I'm fucked. Like, yeah. it's on the yeah. verge. But then I just got to the point, I just went straight in deep end, went straight in drillers off cider, then into concrete and, like... Yeah, just, yeah, just doing what you had to do. Because I went into an operating job, like, in an excavator and whatnot. Yep. And just the vibration and sitting there for 12 hours fucked my back more than actually getting out there and concreting and getting muscles in my back. So yep. the more muscles I get in the core and back, it, let, like, doesn't rely on the steel as much. So, but no, nah, yeah, so. Far out. And so so you said you started going down this sort of, like, a dark path of yeah. mental, sort of like the mental health thing. Definitely. And what were some of the things that you experienced, mate? Was it sort of like the depression side of it? What was it? You're feeling helpless? Oh, what, definitely. What, yeah. Yeah, so it it started with breaking back, coming home and whatnot and having my son's mum who was supposed to get married and whatnot and I just hate being a burden and yeah. just pushed away, pushed away and to the point where I made her just hate me and so yeah. I lost like we were supposed to get married and everything. Yeah. Had the fucking invites out and everything and then pushed her away, had her relying on me and sure. just 
Yeah, suicide yep. attempts after that. Just shit, man. I'm not, sorry to hear that. Nah, but it just, yeah, not. I just couldn't think of anything worse than people just looking after me and whatnot. Yep. And just got to the point where, yeah. How long did that go? How long were you going through that for, mate? Roughly, uh, probably twelve months. Yeah, of just yeah, proper feeling sorry for myself and yep. doing all that. Then it come to a point where I started moving on, met yep. Sheila and knocked her up after two weeks sort of thing. So yep. got the ball rolling to my daughter's mum. Yeah. Then one thing after another, had beautiful daughter Peyton, she's unreal. Yeah. And things started looking up, whatnot, and all good. Stopped thinking about it, concrete and... Mm-hmm. Backs, I just got used to the pain. Yeah. So and you what, were you were having like constant pain after the fact too. Like, yeah. So like, yeah, like you're having back, you're you're having like after like after the after effects, I guess. Yeah. So yeah. oh, still to this day, like you still it, do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's well, just yeah. part of my life now. I yeah. Just, yeah. It's just normal sort of thing. Part of who you are. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I just, if you notice me bend over or anything, pick anything up, looks like I got an iron board. Take to my back because I'm just rigid as. Yeah. So mobility's not my strong fault. But yeah, then went through daughter's mum, then my daughter's probably only two. And I was working, started my own fencing business and. Yeah, sure. Uh, just picket fences, new houses, yep. sort of thing. So I was just flat out working six days a week minimum. Mm-hmm. And I'd, yeah, six in the morning till six at night at least, see my daughter and. Wife probably half an hour a day sort of thing. And then on Sundays probably half a day if I'm not working sort of thing. Then, yep. yeah, one thing led to another and she made friends with the wrong people and whatnot and got on drugs and mm-hmm. all that sort of shit and, yeah, got hooked and I yeah. Yeah, didn't catch on quick enough. and Yeah, sure. My daughter was probably two and a half or something and... Uh, she learned how to cook two-minute noodles because mum was too out of it sort of thing. Yeah. So I kicked mum out, got a divorce and been a single dad since uh, going on nine years this year. So, yeah, a little trooper of a daughter as did say carried me out of the shit because yeah. after that it was just deep, dark. Yeah. Fucking try to like can't beat it, join it, got yeah. on drugs and whatnot. yeah. Wow, mate. To get her off it, but it didn't work, and yeah, haven't looked back since. And then, what what, what was the turning point, mate? Like, when did you go enough's enough, or like, where? Because like, you're a pretty, you're like, if I like, if you and I sit there and talk now, like, you're, you're a very positive person, like, yeah, you know, you, and you're a good, you're you got a great sort of sense of morale and everything like that. Like, you know, yesterday, you, you know very positive with everything that we're doing yesterday and stuff yeah. like that. So there must have been a – was it – what was the turning point? Or what what point do you go, fuck it, I'm, I need to do something about it? Or yeah, was it, well, or, I, what, it – what happened? Oh, it's pretty much – after I broke my back, I just turned into like the comedian of the boys. Yeah. I was always one fucking <laughs> – Making laughs, doing stupid shit. Yeah, yeah. Getting fined by the police for jumping in a random pool, like on the <laughs> yeah. walk to the Oxy or something. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I think it's just 
after I broke my back, I just I didn't want people to feel how I did. So I just become that comedian, making people laugh and yeah, be sure. that positive person because I didn't want them to feel how I do sort of thing. So Yeah, mate. And it just worked out in the end. I see people smile, laugh, be yeah. happy, got that support. It actually starts making me feel better and yeah, yeah better yeah. as a person. So I'm just, yeah, being a weapon on the piss sort of thing. So, yeah. <laughs> was it, did it get to a point, is, but that, is that what pulled you out of it? Like doing that stuff? Is that what made you feel better? Or was it, yeah. was it, or was it, was there a certain t- turning point where that you were like, there's other, there's other things in life that I can do, well, be better or something? What, what, the only, the only that, thing that really, like, it come to a point, so that all happened. So I become a single dad, mm-hmm. went off the rails for, for a little bit, then, my daughter just yeah, being there for me sort of sure. straightened my life out again. Then put you on the put like it felt like you need like yeah because I, I was put you on the straight had, narrow yeah sort of okay thing. yeah so, um, well that's one good thing too mate like you look at that you know like I you know I, everything I do here you know like with my work my career everything that's involved it is for my family yeah and and sometimes like. Um, yeah, there are certain things that I might miss out on and things that I do, but the bigger picture is yeah. that it's all for the family. Oh, definitely. And, yeah. uh, you know, and the same, at least you know that you've got a responsibility to your daughter yeah. to do better and to be a better person and to work and all that sort of stuff. I think that's a great, that's, it yeah. is a great motivational tool, isn't it? Oh, definitely. And like just knowing that I'm all she, she has yes. sort of thing. Yeah. So um, that brought me like, in a straight and narrow, then um, well, that's a good motivator. Yeah, then my mates. That's oh, going on like twenty five sort of thing. That's when just mates started committing suicide and yep, freak accidents sort yeah. of thing that just unheard of shit and yeah. they're like brothers to me sort of thing. So that's when fuck just downward spiral again. Just fucking yeah, hate the world. Like, yeah, like. Why? Why? Yeah, trying to find a reasoning to stuff. That's yeah, you'll never find the answer to yeah, it. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So it was just a lot of that, just turning the piss and fucking party drugs and yep. everything sort of thing. So shout out to mum for looking after me fucking daughter while I ran amok. Mm-hmm. Shout out mum. Yeah, whenever I felt like it sort of thing. So a bit of a shit six months after each funeral sort of thing. Yeah, just, okay, yeah, sure. Just... Yeah, hated the world. Then, now come to just yeah, my ex now, but um, Talia she just doesn't take shit like our upbringing yeah. sort of thing. She just got with her, started dating her, and she's enough. It's a wog or kiwi, you know, or whatever she was. She just wouldn't take no excuses. Yeah, sure. Thing. So that's she got me on to. She backed me, supported me while I done started my mature age apprenticeship as a fridgy. Nice. And whatnot. So um, she backed me, supported me through that and sort of said there's no excuses, like you can't help what's happened in the past sort of thing. That's just her temperament. Mate, it's, and, it, is one, it is a really – it is a really true, – true words, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's just that – person just pep me along for a few years sort of thing and yeah start off well all good whatnot then i just i'm a real fucking shit communicator mm-hmm. like really shit like i can 
talk shit, spin a yarn, yeah. everything. I can do that every day. Then when it comes to serious shit, how I'm feeling, yeah. I'm absolutely shit. Yeah. So that's when I just start bowling shit up. Yeah. Petty things turn into bigger things. And yeah, then, sure. Yeah, just start drinking again and whatnot. And yeah, till last year and it got to the point where like started going on the walks sort of thing with Jordan and walk and talk and whatnot. Started talking to the boys sort of thing. That's why I just – first time ever like the weight on your fucking shoulders is yeah. huge when you bottle it up and it just of gets bigger is, and bigger. And just having a yarn with fucking strangers and whatnot just led from there. Then last year and uh, they had like an IM – thing with like Miguel oh yeah Brandt at the Frenchie and like meet all these people sort of thing and it actually got me half worked up and I, I forget what it yelled out um and Brandt clicked onto it and that's where I met Brandt and oh, okay sure whatnot and started doing shit there started training and last year yeah I just said fuck it I'll just do some shit because I was just Mm. in a rut just going nowhere just over and over again doing the same shit drinking after work yep. go home not talking not communicating yep and yeah that's where I just thought fuck talking to the boys unload get into like training with Brant and that's when Brant just said start doing some positive shit Kayaked around uh, Keppel last year. Did you really? How was that like? Oh, 20Ks. Like I said to Brand, I'm like, no, nah, my luck. I'll get a kid's kayak. It'll be rough as <laughs> and I'll get the fastest swimmer. He's like, nah. Everyone just takes their time. Paddle, paddle. Get on Snapchat. Hey, this is me and my swimmer, whatnot. Got to the day and um, I had a fucking kid's kayak. It like <laughs> sat halfway under the fucking water. Oh, it was fucking blowing a gale. <coughs> so it just couldn't go around the whole island because the other yeah. side was like metre swells. But it was still windy as shit on the side we went up and back. And I found out just as I got the kayak in the water, my swimmer's done the English Channel about nine <laughs> times. Um, Holds the record for the most times up and down Noosa Beach or something. Oh, Jesus. And, yeah, so I didn't even get a chance to touch my phone or I think I had three mouthfuls of water the whole 20 k's of fucking kayaking. Look, first time kayaking, (laughs) everyone told me it would be a breeze. But, fuck. So we went up and back. I think it was two hours and 50 minutes. Yeah. Or... Yeah, two hours and 50 minutes, I think we're done. That's pretty impressive. 20 Ks, yeah. Yeah. And he only pulled me up three times to have a mouthful of hot Coke and keep going because <laughs> he was diabetic. Ah, oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, we went up, back, and we're all halfway back and here's all these other people just Just cruising chilling. up. Oh, yeah. So we done it two hours and 50 minutes, I think. Most people done it six, seven hours. So, were you were you knackered after that? I was what? fucking rooted. <laughs> like I was just because the kayak was that small, I almost flipped it straight off. And his parents were just like, "What the fuck have we signed this kid up to?" Like, yeah. Anyway, but 
I'm probably glad I've done it in two hours and 50 minutes rather than yeah. six, seven hours because well, yeah. fuck, that you is w- a long time. It's a long time in, in the a water. kayak. Yeah. And then you, uh, got, then you got the sun all over you as well. And Yeah. So, yeah, everyone has packed snacks and <laughs> everything. <laughs> I did said did not get a chance to <laughs> stop paddling. I just. Wow. But um, Shout yeah. out to that dude too. Yeah, buddy. old Ned. Ned, old is Ned, it? Yeah. He's unreal and just. How often do they do that? Do they do that every year? Every year. Every year. Yeah, yep. Um, was it, did they have it just recently? I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, it was only a couple of weeks ago. Was it? Yeah, oh, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I saw Brant. He had yep. something, he was put up a, like a Snapchat or something of him doing yep. it or something. Yeah, old Brant stitched me up, said, yeah, go do it. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it with you. And he helps on the fucking jet ski. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I threw him on a jet ski. Yeah, so mm. he got me there. So, no, that was good. That was dead set. Mentally, that was the biggest game changer in my fucking head was, was doing really? that because in the first 100 metres, I was like, I'm faking a fucking heart attack because yeah. I cannot fucking do this. I yeah, can't yeah. even steer this little fucking kayak. Yeah, yeah, sure. So I was just, first two kilometres, I'm like, fuck this, I'm dead set, going to flip it and just ask for the safety boat, I'm out of here. Yeah. And then I got around the next bend and I'm like, fuck, with that far in front, we don't even have a fucking safety boat. Yeah, near so, it. so what, fuck, what he's diabetic, do? so I can't fucking leave him. So yeah. I just paddle, paddle, then just kept going like an hour and a half deep, and I'm like, I'm fucking here. I just yeah, there's no leaving now. And um, yeah, the biggest thing was just getting halfway and turning around, and that's when I just started fucking enjoying it. Yeah, nice. Oh. You're like I've I've fucking done it. Like, yeah, I've done like, the hard yards. Like I can keep going. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> kayaking, you feel like you've gone a lot further than what you have. <laughs> so I had the map like in a bit of paper and a waterproof thing in front of me. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like oh yeah, we've gone around that. Oh, it sort of looks like. Yeah, we'll start turning back. And Ned's like, "Fuck, already?" And I'm like, oh, "I don't know. It looks like we are." And he looked at his Garmin and he's just like. Bro, we've only done like 3.6Ks. we got fucking ages to go. <laughs> oh, really? And I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> but yeah, once we turned around and on the way back we had uh, the wind behind us. Yeah, so, give a bit of a tail. Yeah. Because I just thought it was going to be like that whole way, like just into the wind, into the waves, yeah. just choppy as fuck. So yeah, come back and just mentally I was just like, Fuck, this is kicking a goal. Yeah, of course it is, is mate. Unreal. That's impressive. So after that, Brent talked me into that. That's where the first fight come into and he talked me into that. Had you had any boxing experience previous to it? Nah, only like a young pup at the pub sort yeah. of. Like street <laughs> fight sort of thing. So The old left, right, good night. Yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, <laughs> bite, bite <laughs> scratch, rip your shirt off and yeah. act tough sort of thing. You can practice spitting your teeth. I'll be yeah. out there in a minute. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. But... um. No, only that sort of shit. Like, I've never done it. And yeah, okay. Yeah, leading into the first fight. Like, did you have much preparation for the first fight? Like, did you done the same thing what we're doing here? Done a bit of, like, training um, leading up to it? So, last year I was 30 kilos heavier than what I am now. Wow, that's a big – that's 30 yeah, kilos. 30 kilos. So, now you pick up 30 kilos, you're like, yeah. fuck. No wonder my knees were playing up. Yeah. I dropped – Plan of fascia in both of my feet. Really? So I was just in horror. So I was using any excuse in training camp to not run because my feet were fucked and everything. Mm-hmm. So 
But now I lost 10 kilos to fight at 110. Then, yeah, got in the ring and just, I think people don't realise in a fight like that, the fucking adrenaline just from wrapping my hands, putting the gloves on, taping the gloves up, walking down there waiting for your fight. Like, fuck, you already feel like you've done three rounds because the adrenaline yeah, is just you're pumping the, through. Pumping yeah. through, yeah, you're getting the adrenaline dump. Yeah, then yeah. the fight before your ends yeah. and you're just fucking hearts racing and you're like, holy fuck, you got your kids there, you got your family there, you got all your mates there. You got everything. You're like, fuck! I don't want to get knocked out in front of them. Like, I never hear that <laughs> sort of thing. But yeah. then you just remind yourself you're there for charity. Everyone's yeah. there for the same fucking reasons, of course. And um, yeah, doing it for a good cause. And jumped in the ring, and fuck, I was unfit. Um, what was your rounds? So it's just three two minute rounds, and yeah. the brands just like don't go hard because he must have known how unfit I was. So I was just. Went half like easy, still puffed as fuck in the first round, sort of thing. But getting the shots away, and yeah, the second round, I'm like, fuck, this is, I won't do a third. Yeah, like I was just like, that puffed and yeah, got stuck into me work a bit more, and yeah, the fight ended probably oh, a minute ago. Yeah, halfway through the second round, thank God. Yeah, and. Yeah, shit out to Brad because he's a fucking unreal bloke. And every, every bloke there is an absolute legend Yeah, for stepping in there. It takes a well, big... The majority of the blokes are there for the same reason. Yeah. You know, they're there, they're there, they're either fighting demons, they're there to support the people who are fighting yep. demons, or they just want to do something good. Like, yep. the majority of those people don't have any boxing experience. None. Like, and they do... And that's the whole point of it yeah. too. 10, 12-week fight camp. Yeah. They have no experience and... They're just doing it because they might have lost a brother or yeah. they might have yeah. lost someone they've loved to mental health or anything like that. So there's a lot of fucking passion in the night. There's like it's a fucking unreal night and you are punching on to get the demons out of your own head sort of thing. Yeah. Like yeah, doing it for a good cause. Then straight after the bell rings, your best fucking mates, like yeah. me and who I fought, will be mates for the rest of my fucking life. Yeah, it's cool. just, yeah, what you overcome, like it's fucking fearful. Like I'll give a shout out to all the fucking pro boxers out there because <laughs> I don't know how they do it for a fucking job because it is fearful and just getting punched in the fucking head. But not only that, unleashing and punching, it's unreal for the body. All yeah. combat sports, oh, I could not speak more fucking highly of mm. what it does for your head and it just... Oh, my, it's you know what it is? And this is what I keep putting it down to. It's like one of those things where <clears throat> at that moment in time, the only thing you got to worry about is not getting fucking killed. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that you would, but I'm just yeah. saying like at that point in time, the, the only thing you care about is not getting punched, kicked, killed. Yeah. yeah. You all your fight, all you're concentrating on is protecting yourself and killing or dismantling or doing something to the other person. Yep. So all the other distractions and every other uh, everyday problems that you have, it's all gone. Yep. It's not that is not the concern at that point in life, yep. at that point in time. All you gotta worry about is protecting yourself and doing what you're gonna do. And that yep. is 
it is a relief. Like it is rejuvenating and it's amazing. You walk out of there after having your head smacked in, and I know it sounds stupid, but technically you get your head smacked in, you get get your belt around, you get to throw a couple, you sweat your ass off and you walk out feeling like a fucking million bucks. You do. And like the adrenaline high and just fuck the dopamine rush. Like your fucking body, no drug will honestly Mm -hmm. ever come close to what you feel. Mm -hmm. And... Just oh, the shit you overcome and the resilience you build mm-hmm. in not just fight camp and fighting and just the mental strength to overcome that and what it brings yeah. further in life, not just in the ring, outside of life. It's oh, just, of course. I couldn't speak any more highly of it. When I uh, – a lot of my issues was I, – I, I, I always, I've always loved stri- um, striking. Striking has been great for me. I love it. And then I was going through this period where I was doing a lot of services, a lot of funerals and stuff like that. And the last thing I wanted to do is get punched in the face and then go to a funeral that day. <laughs> I've got a fucking yeah, <laughs> black eye, yeah. busted nose, a tissue up the nose, yeah. I'm missing a tooth. Hey, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. well, well, welcome everyone. <laughs> like, yeah. The guy's fucking yeah. gone ten rounds with the devil. Yeah. Um, you know. And then so I, I took up jiu-jitsu and yeah. loved jiu-jitsu. Did yeah. competition with it, it's fucking great. Blah blah blah. But now since that I've um, taking a step back from the from the uh, celebrant side of stuff, I still do them by requests. If uh, family requests, so I've done services for the family before over the years, whatever the case may be, um, I'll do them. But since then, it's been great because it's opened up the door for me to do a bit more striking again. Yeah, so now that we've it. been doing those training for the for the boxing, it's been I've been loving it, mate. It's been yeah. great getting back into it, and yeah. it's a good and it is a good reminder, like you said, we, you know, like. I got the same feeling out of jiu-jitsu because at that point in time, the only thing I was worried about is not getting strangled. Yeah, that's <laughs> the it. only difference is the only difference is I'm not getting strangled now. I'm, I'm getting punched. You know, yeah. so, um, but yeah, no, it's, it is it is yeah. the most natural um, stress reliever that yeah. I could think of yeah. for anyone. If you could recommend one stress reliever, go and get punched in the head for ten minutes. It's yeah. pretty definitely <laughs> not ten, not not. I'm just saying, like, ironically, like, metaphorically. Yeah. Metaphorically. And that's what I've learned. And going from, like, last year's fight, then just stopping, get stuck in a rut and losing a relationship and whatnot. Um, This year now, I know, like, doing feet fit, CrossFit, and losing weight, 30 kilos, and getting into an actual routine of boxing and whatnot, and the good group of lads we got with us. Yes. It's just... Oh, I love that. Like, oh, it's easy to continue when it's not a chore sort That's of thing. exactly right, yes. So, and now I just absolutely love it. And I think last year I just saw it, fuck, I said, fuck it, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And it sort of felt like a chore, like I wasn't going to back out, but I didn't enjoy it because I think I was so nervous, so anxiety through the fucking roof. Yeah. Like, overweight and whatnot. Now I just, I fucking love it and yeah. I just – Sparring with the boys and seeing them evolve, sort of thing. Yeah, just yeah. It's so cool to see, isn't it? Yeah. I um. I it, like like you said, it's not a chore, and that's true because even though like I'm not, I'm still in two minds whether I'm even going to be doing anything this year with that with the charity boxing, as in stepping in because I've got a very important one coming up in the next couple of months after that, which I really want to focus on doing. Like that's the one I really want to put my attention to. But regardless, regardless of the situation, 
whether I do or I don't, I've got no, I've, I'm, there's no struggle in me waking up at 4.30 in the morning, yeah. getting up, have a cup of coffee, grab my son. Yeah. Tyler's, Tyler absolutely loves, loves it. it. He yeah, yeah, he's feeding he's it. small on his face. <laughs> yeah. huh? And then he come, we get back home, we have a share. He's like, oh, Dad, what do you reckon about this one? I got, you know, a little bit of an uppercut here and a bit of that. Yeah, yeah. good work, buddy. You know, like. Yeah, <laughs> so, no, it's unreal. Yeah, so he's he's been loving it. Uh, so, you know, like, like it's good to be able to just get up and go and do it and yeah. not feel like you're like, oh, man to get up and do this yeah you know no that was, that was so, last year yeah. was it yeah, yeah. so yeah. but this year no nah, i fucking love it yeah. yeah and you are i can tell i can yeah. tell that when you and just being lighter not smoking and you notice the big difference in all that too no oh, heavily like mm. i was just flat-footed last year now i can yep. jump around move actually so it's good mm. and and you notice the big difference with not smoking Definitely. Yeah. Oh man. I look. I you know people. Know, people who know me know I used to. I used to love cigarettes. Like yeah. I, I, I used to fucking smash them. Yeah. <laughs> I know from it all. Yeah. You know, nearly nearly two years off them, and um, yeah, like I, I yeah, I, I noticed the difference a lot. My cardio is yeah. better. My you know, like when we do that warm up of the running. Yeah. Like I, I two years ago, uh, two years ago, I couldn't have done that. Yeah. Couldn't have done that. So last year, the week before our fight, yeah. we've done a thing at Brant's house. And um, it was just 1K, 1K loop. That's all we had to do. And I would have done it just a bit faster than walking pace. Mm-hmm. And I fucking struggled. And now yeah. this year, 30 kilos lighter, not smoking. Like, we that's a that breeze. Blocky, yeah. It's like 1.6K. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, and like, and that's and that's a good pace. Yeah, and no that's before we box, yeah, yeah. like train. That's, that's so, the first thing we do. So I'm actually excited to jump in the ring this year, even though I know I feel a stitch up coming. <laughs> I'll be stitched up this year. I can feel in my waters, but I'm keen to see what my body can do. Thirty yeah, kilos yeah, lighter. Yeah. Oh mate, and um, you'll you'll see the difference. It'd be yeah. great to see the see a comparison of the two. Like if yeah. you do, you have footage of your last fight. Yeah, definitely. Oh sweet. Then you know it'd be great to see that comparison, regardless of the outcome. It's not about the outcome. Yeah. It's about your performance and how oh, you do too. it. And just how mentally different I'm coming into this fight. And, mm. yeah, I yeah, it would be a big change. That's exciting, mate. Did you um, – uh, sorry, what was I going to say? It was, it was the the fact of, like, being that 30 kilos lighter and that's, do you feel like your speed's picked up and stuff like that as well? Is it more your endurance, a bit of everything like that? All of it. Everything? Everything. Just yeah. – no aches, pains, nothing like my knees, hips. Yeah, everything yeah. was just yeah. fucked last year. And was it? What was, and what else was it? Not just your training. I'm going to probably. Was it your diet? Is it your diet as well? Laying off the piss. Is it you a bit, bit bit more conscious with what you're eating and stuff like that as well? Or oh, definitely what? like. You know, you get in a relationship and you just get comfortable. Yeah. Talia cooked fucking unreal. Fucking food every fucking night. And I, <laughs> yeah. and I bought a smoker, the old Traeger, <laughs> come into it about three years ago or something. Yeah, so yeah. I just, yeah, hooked into me food. And it's just portion control, I think. That's yeah. Big what I've learned in the last mm. year is you do not need to eat yeah. that fucking whole fucking plate. Yeah. yeah, You, will, you will fucking survive off portion yeah what you should be eating like <laughs> that's my biggest thing and yeah definitely oh, i wouldn't say oh i wouldn't say really laying off the pit like 
Well, just have, like probably a bit more considerate with it as well. Yeah, like definitely. Considerate, definitely, probably, yeah. probably a bit more yeah, the appropriate word. Because I think, look, I think me personally, this is my opinion. I think um, you should be able to have the the ability to be able to do those things if you want to. Yeah. And um, I think it's good for the soul to be able to have a little bit here and there. Um as everyone does, because it's you know it's a part of being sociable, part of it, but also showing that you've got self control, that you can manage that sort of stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Not, like, and not starving yourself because the first thing you do as soon as you restrict yourself to it, you, you fantasize it. about it, you yeah. want it, and then yeah. when you have it, you go fucking stupid with it. Yeah, my big my biggest thing is dead set missing out. I feel like I'm fucking missing out if I'm not having to be with the boys. I'm fucking yeah, missing something else. Yeah, but um. Yeah, it's just you'll never. I'll never lay off the piss. I'll always, the piss will always be a, a part of me, yep. but it'll just be in portion. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. And that's how I got learned because, oh, yeah. I'm just social as fuck. Like I'm mm. gonna be out there, happy to well, have a laugh, sort no, of, of course thing. You do, mate. Yeah. And um, yeah, giving up ciggies is piece of piss for me because just I don't need them. So yeah, I think yeah. Where, well, and plus it's. Mm, Jeez, mate, these days it's so socially unacceptable to be smoking, eh? Yeah. It's funny, hey? These yeah. Fuck, mate, even two years ago, nearly two years ago, mate, when I was bloody smoking, I felt like a piece of shit sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> when Every smoker's room is just a <laughs> fucking dungeon in the corner yeah, of like, every they, pub. Yeah, like, that's right. They put you right out in the sticks, mate. They really make you feel like you're a piece no of shit. No shade. Yeah. No fucking right. nothing. Yeah. You're next to the skip bins yeah. or something. So, but then nowadays it's like it's vaping, like everyone fucking oh, vapes. Yep. And I actually made this, um, I actually made this observation with the missus the other day. We were down in Brisbane for the day, and uh, I was watching this guy, he's walking along picking up dairy butts, well, lack thereof. I said to Chris, I said, Those poor bastards that used to go around and pick up everyone's oh. fucking durries. I said they'd be miss. It'd be harder to be finding durries these days because no one's fucking smoking. They're all vaping. They're all dory dumpers. Yeah, yeah, Fuck, yeah they're going to be struggling. <laughs> I know yeah. they are. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, I be re- thought oh, of that's that. what I was thinking. I was like, shout out to the dairy dumpers pickers. Yeah. Fuck, life's going to be tough from now <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, the dumper collectors. You know. Fuck, those poor bastards. I haven't even thought of that. Mm. I know it's just a little observational thing that I thought of. Yeah, no, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to give a good shout out to brands about um was like you said from your first time that you did your fighting and then you sort of like slipped into the sort of back into sort of old habits yeah one thing i must uh commend uh brands on which he brought up yesterday was saying about how to let's let's keep that going after even after the fight night's complete let's keep what we've got going going and that's a great that's a really good thing to point out. Like I think it's great because it does keep you accountable, and yeah. it's it's a great thing. I think, and you've like you've already we've you've already built up this comrade, yeah. you know this this you know f- friendship with the boys. Why not keep doing it? Yeah, I mean like you can get that with any place that you go to, but yeah. I think you've already built that relationship up with these people for this yeah. event. Why don't you just keep it going? Yeah, sure. Yeah, and It'll keep you more accountable for your actions. Oh, definitely, and just yeah, I. My biggest thing is routine. Like, yeah. I just wake up four o'clock every morning. So I yes. got boxing Tuesday, Thursday, Saturdays, and I do like feed a fit. 
yeah. Monday, Wednesday, Friday sort yeah. of thing. So I'm just up at four every morning. Yeah. So it's just routine. And one, when one thing drops off sort of thing, I don't know, it just puts my routine out of whack. And then I it just, does. But you know what? It's great having a routine, man. Yeah. I love routine. I love consistency. If yeah. I can keep it like that, um, you know, I would for sure. Unfortunately, yeah. I'm in one of those industries where I know I don't have your normal um, – yeah, nine was, to five job yeah. i don't have your normal hours so that the hours aren't structural for me it's yeah. very hard to keep keep that but there's one thing that i can do and that's early morning and it's late at night so yeah. if i can do those i would yeah. and like that's probably the only one consistency that i could keep and that's very early morning training yeah. um so you know that's why i like that particularly because you know how like a lot of these classes they have five o'clock classes six o'clock classes in the in the evening or in the yeah. afternoon I'm still working most of the time, mate. Yep. Yeah, most of my job. But people don't realise that, you know, like... And sometimes, and like, i got to give a shout-out to my family too because they get the shits with me. Like, their patience is very high because in the industry that I'm in, being that it's so, it's so hot and on, on and on, like, there's nothing for me to do five, six, seven, 12, 14 hour days yeah. in a row. Like, yeah. you know, like, so the only time I might get to do some training is at 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. Um, and then I'm not home till eight o'clock at night. Yeah, that's <laughs> rough as. And but you, that's a doing it in the morning, which I fucking love. Is just that's going to be the hardest part of your day. Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. So the You're rest right. of the day is just a cruise. Yeah, mate, spot on, a hundred percent. Yep. Like this week, like trained every morning, and I've been on the fucking roof every day mm. this week, mm. and it's kicking in the summer, but. Fuck, what have I done in the morning? That's dead set the hardest part. So well, it feels like the rest of the day is a cruise. Mate, you're spot on. And like even like, especially this week, like these weeks were hard weeks. Like they were yeah. hard, hard training sessions. Yeah. They were. Like <laughs> one of the days. Oh. I think we were like, we everyone took their gloves off and we we're like ready to pack up. I'm like, uh, you still got twenty minutes to go. Yeah. <laughs> I actually I was that rooted. I actually <laughs> thought it was over. Yeah, me too. I, I thought it, I think we all did. Yeah, I took my wraps off everything. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Fuck. Um, yeah, so I hope it, it would be nice to see it uh, keep going yeah. after. Afterwards. Well, I definitely will be regardless because I've got that I've got that potty royal coming up next year and that's something I'm going to keep training for. So so is that will that be your first time in the ring? On that scale, boxing? yeah. Mm, on that scale for sure. Because they're going down to um, – It's like Gold Coast. Gold Coast, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one, yeah, that that the way they're talking, that could be a, could be three to five thousand seats. So, so if I was you, I'd be fighting charity boxing <laughs> yeah. just if to I, get but, yeah, the but, nerves sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, I they they did say that, um, but I have got the, I have got that competition. I I yeah, don't have a problem with that competition. Yeah. yeah, like that and like uh, jiu-jitsu comps yeah. and all that sort of stuff as well. I and other stuff, other competitions and that. Yeah, yeah, it's no, fine. You should be right. I should be fine. Yeah, the nerve, the nerve thing shouldn't be too bad. I, it shouldn't be too bad. I think yeah. I should be all right. No, because yeah, that's my biggest thing. That's what followed me in half last year. Yeah. just walking into the ring and I felt, yeah. already felt like I've done five rounds. Yeah, no, I know exactly that feeling, and I've had that feeling before. Yeah. So that's probably one thing that I've, that I, do, I am aware of. My only concern would be that if 
I would be disappointed in myself for not giving it the full 100% coming into that first fight because yeah. I know that I've got time ahead of me for the second one. Yeah. Jumping into that straight away without having my level of yeah, training, what true. I would be happy with. that, And then let's just say for argument's sake, regardless of the outcome and I lose, yeah. okay, because everyone wants to win. Yeah. And I lost, I'd be disappointed. I'd be mm. more sh- I'd be more pissed off with myself because I didn't give it a hundred percent from the time that I was going from the start. Yeah. As opposed to um Yeah, then yeah. you're coming into your fight and Yeah, that's right. Royale yeah. and yeah, coming yeah. in with a loss sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, and the like, only and the only other thing I am worried about to be honest with you is copping an injury. Yeah, true. Because I've already I've already got one at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> I've got one in my elbow. Yeah. Um and then yeah, being out for it because that like that that one to me is the mecca for me. That's, yeah, I'll definitely be there. Yeah, I'll make sure. Yeah, nah, cheers, brother. Nah, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be wild. It's gonna be yeah. fucking wild. I'm really excited about yeah. it. I'm excited to be just even a part of it, and the fact that the boys included me, and I'm actually I'm really honoured to be a part of it. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So oh, shit, yeah. keep your ears peeled off when that's all going to be happening. Yeah, definitely. Flights will be booked. <laughs> yeah, uh, accommodation booked. Make, book, a, make yeah. a weekend of it. Yeah, hundred percent. I think everyone will be. So yeah. nah, that'd be good. But yeah. um, mate, so you you know you 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 are you are close with the boys here at Walk and Talk and that yeah. sort of stuff. You are a very you're very uh, you're a you're an, Outspoken advocate for men, for men's mental health or mental yeah. health in general, um, and you you've, you've even done some done some training in it as well, yeah. haven't you? Yeah, you've, I've you've done, done that sort of stuff. suicide awareness courses and everything like that. How'd you uh, find that stuff? No, unreal, uh, massive eye opener. Like yeah. it's actually scary. Is it really? When you're going into it in depth yeah. and um, and how easy it actually is to just start a conversation. Yeah, and how yeah. much. A conversation asking someone how they're going yeah and actually mean it and be there for someone how much of an impact that can actually do it so is so right? it's that's the biggest eye opener with it and fuck i've done it just randomly in public walked up to strangers mm. like a couple bosses of fucking ergon yeah down the dumps and i've had a conversation with them and they've told me Oh, I'm waiting for this pub to close so I can go home and end my life. Fucking Sort of thing. Yeah. And I said, like, fuck yeah, mate. Uh, I had a yarn to him, whatnot, become best friends. Yeah. Invited him on the walks and whatnot, and he come. It's and good. he hasn't looked back. So that's And awesome. that's just me seeing someone down on the dumps and the pokies sort of thing and just yeah. saying, here you go. That's, that's awesome, mate. How fucking easy it is. And just being in that time, like, if someone did. And like, it, I think it's good too, man, having someone that's, comfortable enough to just strike up that conversation with someone because if you didn't what might have come about of that you don't know but there's a good possibility it could have been bad yeah and it's purely the fact that you struck up that conversation with someone yeah was enough to get them to come to the walk and talk and all the bits and pieces that's what i mean yeah not only that like i've actually i was down beaches for that perilla thing yeah i was walking someone's on the phone and no, I did eavesdrop and whatnot, like <laughs> yeah. as, probably, as you do, yeah. and just hearing his conversation on the phone, like blowing. I don't know if he was with his missus or whatnot, and just shit he was saying. I spun around and waited till he hopped off the phone and had a conversation, and he was going the same way, and yeah, thought his life wasn't worth living, and we yeah. become friends out of it, and nice mate, sort of thing. So it's just it's easy as dead set, just. Well, the thing is too, mate, like 
I, I, like I've, I've, from my profession side of things, like the things that I've seen over the years, you know, unfortunately, I think that a lot of that stuff that happens where people do those things is on those spontaneous actions, man. Like they're just yeah. not thinking right at that point in time. They're having a spontaneous thought about that sort of shit and then they go ahead and do it. And it's like, yeah. is it because there was no sort of reasonable conversation that was taking place at that point in time that yeah. everything seemed to be against them, the world was against them, they had no other choice. Yeah. You know? And it's just like, fuck, as hard as it is to say, like uh, one of my best mates um, hung himself and mm. – that night I was asleep and I missed three phone calls from him. Yeah. Oh, sorry about that, mate. So now that's why I'm so upfront and I will start that fucking yeah. conversation because it could be that one missed call you miss. Yeah, of course. And it's someone fucking mate, reaching out for you sort of thing. So. Yeah, but it's also, you know, look, mate, that's the thing too. It could have been the phone call that you could have made as well. You know, yeah. it could be there's, there's two different. Yeah. And, mate, the thing is too, like how many, you look at it different ways. Maybe it was a phone call that, that, you needed to miss anyway, mate. Like it could yeah. have been a phone call that uh, could have been a bad phone call. It could have been – it, it was regardless of what you said to him, he had intentions yeah. of doing that. So, yeah. you know, there's always a reason – you know, I'm a firm believer that everything does happen for a reason in a sense. Trying to find those reasons can be yeah. a fucking hard thing to do. Yeah. But, you know, um, to a point, certain things that have happened have happened for a reason. No, definitely. Not, and, I'm not, and I'm not talking about the fact of – the, the act of suicide or anything like that, I'm just talking about the th things that may lead to it that, that um, there might have been a reason why that you missed that call. Yeah. And, and it's not, it's not, I'm not saying that, um, you know, had, what's the best way to put it? You know, maybe there was a conversation that was going to be had that would make it worse for you. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, definitely. And, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what's, so hard to overcome because they're the questions you ask yourself. Well, and that's the thing, mate. Like, you know, get. yeah, mate, like I've been on the other end where I've had, you know, family members, you know, take their own life, but they haven't contacted me at all. Yeah. So, you know, like there's that question like, why didn't you call me? Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Like no, there is, definitely. there's that same, so it's on the other end of the scale as yeah, well. So just the answers you'll never know. No, no, that's it, mate. That's yeah. it. Unfortunately, that's the case, yeah. you know, and Hey, look, mate, that's such a cool thing that you can do now that, you know, you can just strike up that conversations with people. Was it because of that training that gave you the ability to do that or was it just it just opened up your eyes to it? Definitely the training helped out and it gave me the confidence and, like, the things to listen to or pick mm -hmm. up on yeah, sort of thing. So the training sort of put it in the motion and sort of thing and yeah. the shit you learn in the training – is sh then you actually see it. You're like, holy fuck. And then yeah, okay. strike up yeah, conversation. And you pick it up. Well, so yeah. is it like a – what is it? Like a community – what is the type of training? Is it because is it something that other people can do as well? Because yeah, it, anyone can anyone do it. Anyone can do I'm it. Pretty yeah. Sure. yeah. So that'd be a cool just, thing to get probably for people to look into, eh? Definitely, definitely. And not – oh, if you have the opportunity in work that you oversee people or – Mm -hmm. Even just for your own family members or kids, yeah. it's just the awareness of signs that you can pick up on is just phenomenal. Yeah, like sure. Shit you wouldn't even think, like the slightest yeah. thing. Yeah. How people start acting when they're depressed, sort of thing. So yeah, you get sure. it on early. Um, when shit's going further, 
like how people can act and whatnot yeah. or react to certain things. So um, it's definitely a, a fucking big eye opener for me. And I did say, say get around it and should be. I reckon it should be taught in schools. That's teachers, a cool thing. Yeah, hundred percent, right? Everyone should at least. It's only like half day course sort of thing. Yeah, so I don't know why teachers make it like yeah. an extracurricular activity or something. Yeah. I mean. Mate, I, the, the, the biggest thing I see in my industry, and I was talking about this with a mate of mine um, yesterday, actually, and it's when something like that happens, at a tragic event like that happens, and you've got the family who are left behind to burden with the grief of that person doing such a thing. When the time comes, those family are going through a time where they are still trying to process what's happened. Um, they're not really at terms with what's going on. They're not in a realistic point of view at that time. So the funeral comes about. You've got all the family there supporting those people at that time. They're still trying to process what's happening. And then the funeral is sort of like the first point where it becomes real. Yeah. And then what happens is... Once the funeral's complete, the family fuck off, the friends fuck off. Everyone goes away, back to their things. And, yeah. and as they do, yeah. as everyone does, everyone's got lives to live and things yeah. that they have to do. So they go away and they, they go back to their lives and then those people are left with the burden of facing reality by themselves. Yeah. So the one thing that I could probably take out of that, um, which I would pass on to anyone that um, is listening, is... Definitely check in with the people after the event. Yeah. Like definitely. after after the funeral's taken place, after all that's done, check in once a week to see how they're going after yeah. the event because that's probably they're going to be the hardest times. That yeah. the now that they've got to go back to the life that they're living where that person's not around anymore, the realism of it's kicked in, they're alone, you know, yeah. they're blah, 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 blah. So that's probably one piece of advice that I would give to people who are listening or to, you know, in the, while we're to on this topic of conversation. Yeah. So And definitely that's – good to bring up because before the funeral everyone's there for you that's everyone's right. yes. like yes probably over the top yes everyone's in yeah, your face probably a little, yeah but yeah that's right over the top that's probably yeah. that's a really good way probably a little over the yeah, yeah a little yeah a little bit too much and then yeah it drops off and that's mm. when it actually sinks in yeah when they're not there no that's more. right yeah. that's probably just the one thing i i like to definitely reiterate to people um yeah. if, if there's one thing i could give advice for so um, you know, yeah. Shout out to the shout out to the people who do that as well. Yeah. yeah. So uh, looking forward, mate. Uh, so you got the charity boxing coming up. Um, obviously another uh, for the for November. Um, getting into that. After that, you're gonna try and keep doing that training, yeah, mate, and definitely. go with that yeah, rhythm and style. Stuck and in, stuck in me blood. So yeah, I'll keep into it and yeah, just keep make going the routine and do just, it again next year, maybe. Yeah, I'll definitely do it next year. <laughs> I already got a fight lined up. Have you? Yeah, one of me mates. He's been calling me out for a while. He wanted to do it this year, but he's away in Bundaberg on the ah, 25th. Okay, so, enough. yeah, yeah, shit. Tom Watson, you got nowhere to go next year, mate. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it gives you a whole year's worth of training. Yeah, too, but mate. he wanted at least six months to train, so he's got a lot more. He's than, got twelve now. Yeah, he's 13. got twelve months. So <laughs> shape up, big boy. So that'd be good. Um, you want to uh, so. Uh, also, just want to extend a. I just want to extend a shout out to the boys here. Obviously, you've been a big supporter of them. Uh, they've been a big supporter of you as well, I guess. Yep. The Walk and Talk Boys. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And yeah, love everything about it. Yeah, you are actively involved with that too. Yeah, right? yep. yeah. So, so, just a walk, 
Yeah, every three weeks, get all the boys there, go for Such a walk. Such a cool thing, isn't it, man? I need to do that myself, like just to come along for one one day just to, to see what it's all about. Like I've had Jordan on here. I've had a chat to him. Um, everything that the boys and you guys represent, I think, is a fantastic thing. Um, I will definitely jump on the next one that's available. Yeah. Free Barbie, free mm. like yeah, it's just a free day. Catch up, the boys, get everything off your chest. No one judges you. Everyone's yeah. there for the same reason. Yeah, and yeah. it's just an unreal concept. And yeah. well, man, I'm honoured to be a part of. I'm honoured to be part of the uh, Rocky Charity Boxing this year. I sort of fell into it. So yeah. <laughs> definitely with the hot box. <laughs> with the hot yeah. box, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, look, mate. My I was a bit ignorant to it all, so it's good to actually have you on here to sort of yep. fill me in on what the actual process is, yep. who the charity is for, what's it about, um, and thing. Because we, uh, I'd like to try and get some of the other fighters on as well, yeah. leading up to it, give a bit of a fighter spotlight, yep. sort of see what they're about. It's been great, mate, having you on to share your journey about where you are and where you are now. And it's positive to see, man, because it's, you know, it's great for other people who might be going through something similar to what you have, you know, yeah. that you can be that sort of leading by example yeah. and where you are now. Um, uh, and, yeah, just people hearing my shit show of a fucking growing up and whatnot. Yeah. If it can I mean? help out anyone, yeah, uh, life does get I'm better. I'm sure it does, mate, yeah. 100%. Um, and so – uh, if you want to jump on with Nick uh, or Mullet. Yeah, Mullet. <laughs> mullet, yeah. better known Mullet. I think it's, yeah, au.movember.com. Yeah, so it, yeah, movember.com. Um, and if you type in... Nick Greaves. Oh, yeah, Nick Greaves, or you type in Rockhampton uh, Charity Boxing. Boxing, yeah. In uh, the Movember site, it'll yep. pop up with all the fighters. And, yeah, definitely jump on me. Don't yep. worry about the other fellas. <laughs> they don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. So, yeah, the, yeah. so you've got the team page there, Rocky Charity Boxing, like yep, you said. on Facebook. And on Facebook, yeah. Yep. Yep. Mate, you're definitely, you're definitely pushing the the, uh, the funds there, mate. It's fantastic to see. So get yeah. behind him, Nick Greaves, mate. He's into it. Yep. Um, and that is going to be, just for everyone who, uh, who's listening again, that's going to be on the November the 25th. Yep. Um, it will be at the Graysmith Sale Yards there. Yep. Um, when we get further information about tickets and all that sort of stuff available, we'll definitely put it up on on uh, the podcast. We'll put it up on all the social medias and all that sort of stuff. Mate, what we'll do as well, once your fight's taken place um, and then we'll get you back on again to yep. go through and discuss yep. like how everything went. Yeah. So see... And I might even auction off a bit of my mullet or beard <laughs> and see how we go. So, yeah, get around it. Get yeah. there on the night. It's just an unreal night yeah. and from massive cause. Yeah, that's Men's it, mental health and yeah, it's not just men's mental health, it's prostate cancer for blokes. And prostate everything. cancer for blokes. Yeah, so there's a lot to it. All. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot to it. So get behind it. Get behind what Movember's about. Um, I sure will definitely get up on my studying about it as well. Uh, so, mate, thanks you once again. Uh, for all the guests who come on, we do give you a nameplate. You Ooh. do get your own nameplate, mate. Shit, so yeah. I've got one of the boys down there sorting it out for you at the moment. Yep. Uh, and did you want to have a shot of the Don Julio or what? Yeah, definitely. Can't leave, <laughs> can't leave Well, you're the one. first one. You're the first one I've had one for a while, actually. I've, I've been holding it back. I was like, oh, let's do it. Nah, we'll nah do it. fucking yeah. hell. All right, so Why not? we're getting a bit on a low tide here at the Don Julio, mate. We'll have to, we'll have to get another bottle. Had it. 
Haven't you? No. Uh, you, it's an experience. You, I kind of yeah. like it. <laughs> I might give you. I will I can do. Smell it. From you me. can smell it, can't you? There you go, mate. Yeah, this one. So, what a treat! It is a treat, mate. You can say you've had some of the Don Julio. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Cheers. It's a good health, eh? Always. <laughs> that is wholly flammable, isn't it? That's fucking flammable. Oh, I think it's. Um, I think it's actually getting worse as we get to the lower end. I think the low. I think the lower you get. The more tough it is. <laughs> it's holy shit. <laughs> oh, how good. Yeah, mate. Oh, no. You say you can be on that. Thank you once again, no, mate, for being you. on, brother. I really you're appreciate it. No, you're welcome, dude. And um, yeah, get around him. To all the listeners, thanks again, once again, for all the support that we've received the likes, the uh, notification bells on. Spotify, the auto downloads, all that stuff. It all helps me. Yeah, so definitely. You know, I really appreciate the love and support. People who are reaching out with the stickers as well, asking for stickers. I've still got plenty available. So if you want to reach out, give me give me a holler. I'll send you some stickers. Um, also too, if you have questions as well, generalized questions. If you have a story to share or tell, please feel free to reach out to me at deadasspodcast one at gmail.com. If you don't know of your if you don't want to do it yourself personally if you know of someone that you would like to nominate as a person that would like to that you would like to hear a story from please feel free to nominate them as well and i'll be happy to reach out to them and have a chat to them and see if they want to jump on as well so that's what we're here about capturing those eulogies sharing those stories um and that's where we'll go from there so cheers brother thanks Definitely. for coming on. thank you brother nah, you're, you're a bloody legend nah cheers mate we'll talk soon definitely cheers. thank you Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.